are listening to The Fantasy Forum. This podcast is a collaborative and student-sourced podcast. Our goal is to create a forum to discuss fantasy across its many genres and modes so that we can talk about fantasy's place in our lives. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode uh, of the Fantasy Forum. Uh, in today's episode, I'll be your uh, host. My name is Abdulaziz Mimish, uh, one of Dr. Fennel's uh, students. And today with me in this episode, I have uh, Mohammed Kusa. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Mohammed. I'm a senior at Georgia Tech studying material science, and I'm happy to be here. Okay, I'm very glad to have you in this episode. Um, so, starting off with uh, our main topic of discussion, and sort of uh, to kind of prepare ourselves to talk about something very specific about fantasy, why don't you uh, tell us what you think your definition of fantasy is? Oh, fantasy. Um, I have very fond memories with the fantasy as a genre, actually. Um, for me, okay, the definition for fantasy would be um, something that comes from your imagination that is far-fetched to some extent that, you know, you, you, you would love to see but does not in like our uh, today's world or age of like technology and science uh, isn't viable to happen uh, or at least maybe logical to happen, just like magic, you know? You know, it does not make any sense, and we would love it to be there, but mm. it's not real, like according to our science and technology. So you're saying uh, fantasy is whatever uh, is impossible to happen in real life would would be classified as fantasy. Is that what you're saying? Yes, in today's age, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and could you tell us a little bit about your experience and sort of uh, your relationship with fantasy growing up? Have you read a lot of books, watched a lot of movies? How was your experience with that? So um, I actually grew up watching the Harry Potter series. And later on in life, I read the books. Uh, I loved Harry Potter a lot. I loved the whole idea of, you know, different creatures, the the environment of magic, the environment of, you know... Um, alchemy and all these stuff it, it was just really interesting along with that actually one of the big things also with harry potter was like percy jackson and mythology the whole idea of superpowers and stuff like that was really interesting for me okay so what do you think is like specifically about fantasy that makes you like love it so much um i would say um it's the ability uh to do things that we are not able to do in our real lives. For example, like to, yes. to go beyond our limits, you know, like exactly. it's, it's amazing. Like, I, I don't know how to kind of like describe it, but also actually I would say um, fantasy in a way, using a fantasy as a genre, it enabled us to experience new things and new emotions, like about like, you know, what if there was like, you know, other species like, you know, ogres or like any stuff like that, like in Harry Potter or Percy Jackson, how would we react to them? How would we interact with them? Like, 
I don't know. I, I thought it was cool. So it's like full of wonder, and that's what makes it so attractive for you. Is that is that right? Yes, because like you know, in today's age, like everything we kind of like know about kind of becomes kind of dull. So fantasy brings this wonder to our life, you know, of like new possibilities, new things, new, just your imagination. Let it be wild, you know. Okay, that's awesome. Um, and I think one of the things that make us really love fantasy is that it makes us like amazed. It makes us say, "Wow!" It's it's like I don't know how to describe it, but it's, but it's like like it makes us awed and amazed and just um, so excited to see some things that we've never seen before, things that are impossible. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You, you you put it in a good way. It's just just makes you say wow or yeah. awe. It puts you in that state of awe. Yeah, exactly. So in this episode, our focus uh, and our discussion will be uh, the movie Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. So to give our audience, uh, the, the people in our audience who don't know the movie, can you give us a little summary of that movie and what, and the, what the plot was about? Sure. Uh, so the movie, the movie basically uh, starts with like uh, Harry Potter uh, having a dream about the Dark Lord, Lord Voldemort. <laughs> he okay. shall not be named, but uh, basically uh, saying that he wants to, uh, you know, meet with him. However, uh, Harry is not keen to do that. Uh, however, through, you know, some manipulation and stuff, Voldemort is able to put Harry into a challenge of three obstacles. And this is kind of where, like, I would say, kind of the hero's journey for Harry in this movie starts. The hero's journey archetype, right? Yes, the hero's journey archetype. Yeah, where, like, he's just, like, you know, thrown into the unknown, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, he's, like, challenged and stuff, and he needs to better himself. So he goes through these like three obstacles and in the end comes out like, you know, as a uh, triumphant, um, even though the Dark Lord is risen after that, you know, <laughs> you know, it's a good bad ending. But yeah. Um, all right. So moving on to our like core um, topic of discussion. Uh, what do you think are some of the benefits of fantasy and how uh, are those benefits kind of shown in the movie? Ah, okay. So actually, um, funny enough, so uh, going back actually or like create, uh, like something that relevant to what uh, to the whole challenges thing is that uh, one of the challenges was uh, about a, a water... Uh, Water. Uh, so okay. I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. Okay. So in one of the challenges, the the challenge, like uh, the contestants were uh, uh, asked to go underwater and to save some people from the mermaids. Mm -hmm. So uh, the whole interaction of like Harry Potter going into the water and trying to you know hold his breath and stuff. In 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 normal days, he he wouldn't be uh, he wouldn't be able to do it. However, with the help of his friend and with the help of some, you know, fantasy elements of magic and stuff like that, we saw how Harry Potter was able to, you know, um, use uh, some, you know, um, you know, uh, some herbs that gave him uh, the 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 things that make fish uh, be able to uh, breathe. to breathe. Yeah, yeah. So that whole concept of like 
that idea of like you know human modification like i was thinking about when i saw that and like he had the i forgot what, what's the word for it uh um, <laughs> i'm not sure either. it's kind of funny you know having uh, english as a second language but yeah so going on <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so having this like body uh, modification to himself kind of was like, like kind of brings you the idea of like, you know, what about in the future, you know, when, you know, with like technology going on, you know, uh, people like having like, you know, uh, biotronic arms and stuff yeah. like that. And have, like, like biological mo modifications. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I was like, you know, the whole thing, like, it, it, it makes you wonder, like, can we, like, you know, like, the whole Superman thing, when people watch Superman, they were like, we want to fly, mm -hmm. you know, watching, like, Harry Potter do things that we cannot do, like, swim like a fish and, like, breathe underwater. So it kind of makes us um, think about the possibilities of uh, future technologies, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Even though the things that, that are happening are not, are not possible, there might be some way... Uh, in the future to like be able to do something that is similar to what we see in the movies right? yeah yeah so it, it like it basically okay. makes you like for example like if we want to breathe underwater how is it gonna be what do we need what's gonna happen after that you kind of like go through it makes this us whole... think yeah it makes us think deeply about those uh kinds of things okay awesome so um and that's kind of uh one of the points that I think uh, the most common that people talk about when they're discussing the benefits of fantasy, the fantasy uh, kinds of uh, feeds our um, sense of wonder and makes us think about um, different possibilities that we never thought are uh, imaginable. Um, and I want to ask you this, seeing the movie, how do you think, uh, like, the movie supports that point other than uh, that scene? Can you think of any other scenes where, where that point is kind of uh, emphasized? Hmm. So, to emphasize, so you kind of, like, asking, can you, like, please, like, like rephrase the question a little bit? Tell me, um, tell me more. Like, other, other parts of the movie where kind of uh, you see a point being made about how fantasy can make us uh, like look into the future, how fantasy can make us uh, kind of oh, okay. yeah. wonder about what our future might look like. I got one, actually. So um, the whole thing about, you know, so in this movie, there was a scene, actually. So there was a puzzle that Harry Potter needed to solve. And in order to, to solve that, he needed to commune and communicate with a ghost okay. of a, uh, a student from Hogwarts. And the whole communication kind of thing, you know, uh, kind of, you know, uh, is interesting to me. Because, like, you know, what if in the future we, you know, you know, we have all these talks about, you know, having UFOs and aliens mm -hmm. and stuff. And we all, like, have seen the new documents that's, like, been, you know, uh, released about, you know, the tic-tac kind of thing, you know, the whole uh, alien mm -hmm. thing that is seen by the Navy. But, yeah, so, like, it kind of, like, asks you, like, like I know it's a, uh, it's a ghost, you know, not an alien, but, like, it's a different kind of life form or, like, species or, or uh, I would say consciousness that we can communicate with, you know? Mm -hmm. so, so, you know, I felt like, you know, having Harry Potter, 
you know, having that dialogue with the ghost kind of can show us how maybe in the future, I don't know, we can have, we can meet some other life forms that have consciousness. Uh, or maybe we're, we might even be able to communicate with animals and maybe see that they have consciousness. How is the relationship, relationship going to be? Uh, on what basis is it, is it going to be built on? How is the respect and the stuff and the whole thing uh, going to happen? So it just like adds up to the, you know, the first point that we talked about, you know, and like you were like saying that fantasy allows us to, you know, think of the impossible and see and go further into it, you know, rather than just like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. Just like remove it, you know? Yeah. So, um, like a big part of, of that point we're making that fantasy, like give us a sense of wonder uh, and makes us amazed and makes us say, wow, is that like fa reading fantasy stories and seeing movies is just enjoyable. We, we, we love we love seeing it. We go buy tickets to attend movies. We are excited for like book series to uh, to be published. And um, so my question is, do you think that that enjoyability is, is a benefit or do you think it would like it's something else other than a benefit? Would, would you classify it as a benefit? I would say so. Yes, it's a, an absolute benefit, I would say, because like uh, other than the wonder and the awe thing, I feel like these are like the main emotions. But what these emotions give birth to in us is or or at least uh that, that is what I've seen in some a lot of people is that this uh, these feelings uh, give birth to motivation, you know, mm -hmm. to motivation to go further beyond of what we have. Like, for example, uh, I remember uh, in the movie, we saw that like when they went to like see the Quidditch, you know, tournament, you know, like their own like kind of football thing. Uh, they went into some tents that on the outside, they look just like, you know, like like a uh, a four feet by five feet like kind of tent like a small tent, but then when they went inside, it was just like this spacious grand like house. Mm -hmm. So like um I I remember when I, I I saw that and like as a kid I was like yo like that is so cool like can we maybe in the future go about about this you know can we have like things that are bigger inside than outside? I remember I when I. So when I saw the movie, I was in, uh, uh, I think, early high school. And I remember then I, at that time, I went into, you know, I was thinking about, oh, uh, how can that happen? So I began like looking online and stuff. And then I was like, oh, there's like, you know, a fourth dimension, a fifth dimension. And I was like thinking, you know, what if we are able to manipulate the dimension of space, you know, to have like, you know, bigger things inside uh, uh, than the outside? And I remember I was like, I, I went deep into like, you know, quantum physics and I just, I just got lost. <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, we do that. Uh, so if anything, I think it, it made me uh, more curious about physics, about science, you know, wow, like, you know, mm -hmm. like, can we make that possible? I want to make that possible. I love that. It's amazing. And I want to see it happen in real world. So I would say it gives us motivation, you know, um, to kind of go about making things because like we see how wonderful they are and we're like motivated to do them. Mm -hmm. So like uh, part of the benefit is that like it makes us more curious. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes us like look for things and try to discover new things and like be ambitious to kind of be the ones that make those things possible. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um moving on to my next question for you is that so usually fantasy fantasy stories there's always like a, a happy ending where the bad guy is defeated and that's kind of um like the moral of the story but do you think um do you think that's an essential part of fantasy and and what do you think are the benefits of having like a a moral lesson in every movie do you think do you think it's it's always beneficial or it's kind of sometimes makes it boring um so okay so this goes back goes to how uh you know uh the writer sees their environment and how they use fantasy like you know uh sometimes people use fantasy to like give that all inspiration motivation kind of thing mm-hmm. and in that case i would say yeah like having the villain defeated is is good but in some other fantasies for example like uh if i want to bring this up there was this book i've read called the giver mm-hmm. and it was more about this kind of dark kind of dystopian fantasy where like in the future like it says there we like figure uh like 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 it's not even in the future it just says that uh there's we have this uh power that is given uh from chosen people where they're able to take memories of everybody else okay Mm -hmm. and in this book basically the guy uh like every Every century, a, a person is chosen to take the memories of every of all the history of humanity. So they take the hunger, like all the good like memories and the bad memories of the war, from like war to like you know having holidays and celebrations. And because of that, most of the other people don't have all these memories, so that all this this history, and they're just assigned to like specific roles within the within the system. And, you know, in this fantasy world, it kind of, like, if it wasn't for this fantasy world, uh, you know, we would not be able to see how or what are the repercussions of not having uh, history except for one person who's, like, able to see the memories and transmit them to other people through feeling. So, uh, because, like, in that book, actually, there is no actual villain. The book ends with, like, the main character saying that, no, everybody needs to have the power of feeling all these memories, and we are we need to be able to share them. However, another argument can be said, no, to, uh, that the system was successful, and one person needs to have that power of holding all these memories, all these emotions. Other people don't really need all these emotions, you know? Um Another example is kind of like the Matrix kind of, kind of, you know, I know it's like a kind of a technological thing, but still, to some extent, it's a fantasy, like sci-fi, uh, sci-fi right? So that's also like something that like that is interesting because like there's like so many different fantasies, like the scientific fantasy and the other types mm-hmm. of fantasy, you know, where, you know, in the Matrix, there was like, you know, a person like or like like Neo or like the guy was like kind of he, he beat the villain. However, in the end, can you say that? That, that the machine is the villain because like people were happy inside of the machine you know so to some extent you know 
fantasy is like a flexible kind of genre that you can you know utilize to uh deliver the message that you're going into but do you think that like fantasy uh movies or stories do they always have a moral lesson and do you think that that is beneficial for the audience or or is that kind of not not helpful helpful or not effective no i think i think no i think moral lessons or more into or actually more as uh arguments of uh of what if this was true what would happen mm-hmm. is essential to fantasy cuz yeah. like it it is a what if situation okay okay right yeah okay so so like moral lessons are kind of um things that would be associated with stories that happened in real life but in fantasy we're making assumptions that what if that was true then would that be something moral would that be something ethical it raises question more than teaches lessons yes it it okay. asks us about point. the whole what is our morals and what would would how would our morals kind of change to some extent you know or would they say the same okay yeah i see i see your point because like in you know in like harry potter even in harry potter like in this like kind of fantasy genre kind of thing uh the 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 witches the carry and everybody else are discriminated upon by the uh by the normal people the humans which are the moguls so and uh for that they have to be kept hidden and they're not able to speak out or like do anything uh because the the moguls or like the normal people are going to be mad and they're going to try to hunt them and stuff so it kind of asks us you know what maybe discriminate discriminations that we have in our real life that might be happening you know kind of asks us like what is our morals and what if this situation um like also like actually for example like a lot of lessons can be taught like in fantasy that are easier to grasp rather than person to person telling you like for example like if just somebody told you hey uh be a good person or like you know tells you the story of two people it might be okay it, uh, and there's like a lesson behind it you might take it and you might not but i remember there was like actually this interesting book uh called uh, the book of animals for al jahiz where he wrote these fantasy stories about animals that speak to each other and in these stories or like fables i would call them actually uh there's always a lesson you know a moral lesson like through that fantasy genre he's able to give the lesson cuz like sometimes we're not able to give the lesson if we uh, use normal or real life stuff cuz if some internal or unconscious uh you know uh um you know biases that we have but fantasy takes us out of these biases you know if you say hey what about like like maybe in the lord of the rings what about like how the elves and the and the hobbits treat each other rather than hey how is about this you know these type uh these group of people and these group of people type uh treat each other and how that so it allows us to kind of escape this uh constraints of real life and biases that we might have toward uh normal you know everyday life mm. so i think it's like it's 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 great for moral stories uh um if anything you know uh and it has like that what if situation you know kind of like it enables us to give the morals moral yeah. stories in a in a different way in a different light that is easier for us to grasp yeah so 
so the main idea is that like it makes a, a what if situation to make us to make us think to make us uh to make us wonder what would happen if that thing was the case mm-hmm. so and that's like a, a main theme of all fantasy and to kind of uh sum up what we've said uh this is kind of like a big idea uh is that fantasy um like gives us a sense of wonder and makes us ask what if and uh answering those questions is kind of uh what gives us an opinion and like a, like a like, like a the lesson, yeah, the yeah. lesson that we learn from this story. Yeah, exactly. Like that can impact our morals, that can benefit us. You know, there's so many ways you can be impacted, you know, from like motivation, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. to the whole, you know, what if scenario of like, you know, questioning your own biases and morals mm-hmm. to a lesson that is learned, you know, maybe through like, you know, Harry Potter, through the help with his friends and his knowledge about magic and stuff like that. He's able to maybe, you know, win in the end you know mm-hmm. and uh and like that that exact same uh sense of wonder that fantasy give, uh, gives us allows us to be curious uh allows us to think about the possibilities of the future it may lead to inventions uh as we mentioned earlier and it teaches us a lot of lessons and those are all kind of uh, fall under the category of benefits of fantasy um those were all my questions. Is there anything else would you like to say to our audience? Would you recommend the Harry Potter movie to our audience? Yeah, uh, I think the Harry Potter series in general is uh, really great. You know, uh, I would also re- recommend the books if you're more into details. Because like, uh, like, like the movies are great, but however, you know, always like in movies, they kind of cut the, the books kind of short, you know? Mm. <laughs> you, got, you only got two hours to put into film, so it's kind of difficult to put everything into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I think fantasy is an essential thing to humanity. And, you know, imagination is an amazing thing from like, uh, even in science, like I remember uh, Albert Einstein saying, you know, uh, it, like yeah, I forgot his code. Something about uh, saying that, like imagination, is more important than something. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm not and, sure though what the code uh, exactly was. But yeah, like basically, like it's about. Uh, so yeah, he like like if, if you remember it, uh, you pulled it up, right? You on your laptop. Okay. It's imagination is more important than knowledge, right? Yeah. I think... Because, yeah, like... Yeah, like... That's something that is, like, very close to... Uh, something I can relate to. Uh, because I I always like to visualize things in my head when studying. So, yeah, that's a, that's a huge part of, of, of knowledge and science. So, yeah, actually, so, if anything, to be honest, then... Can, could we not say that watching or reading fantasy genres uh, enhances our own imagination, which thus, in turn, makes us better at, you know... Uh, academics like or studying. Academics yeah, that's, studying. A, that's another benefit, like another aspect of the, benefic- the, the benefits of fantasy. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point. Because, like, you know, if anything, uh, 
today's world to like 100 200 years ago is like a fantasy world you know mm -hmm. being able to talk on the phone seeing your friends that's like fantasy that's magic to them right yeah. to some extent like fantasy uh, genre it it to a large i would say a big portion of it is um it it kind of uh symbolizes our like desires right you know or like what we want like you know the ability to fly the ability to mm. do all these things you know um the ability to uh like for example with like in harry potter like the goblet of fire uh the movie uh like if it wasn't for like fant uh like you know magic and the whole thing uh, you know, Harry wouldn't have been able to like save his friends, you know, mm. from drowning, and w which is like, it kind of gives us that power, you know, that we want to have, because like, to a large extent, humans we are kind of we are like kind of feeble, weak, like what makes us like special from like like all the other animals in this kingdom, like in on Earth, like the animal kingdom is our brains, you know, our able ability to imagine and kind of construct these abstract ideas. Mm complex abstract ideas right, right so yeah i think fantasy is an amazing genre it 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 surely helps us you know enhance our capabilities and like you know widens our perspective on life and morale morals and like you know even biases or like what if scenarios you know um and it's an essential thing like from science to real life to imagining how we can solve problems you know that you know Maybe to a normal mind seem impossible, but with fantasy, you know, nothing is impossible. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been really great talking to you and having you as a guest uh, in this episode. Um, and yeah, thank you for being here. No, I, I'm, I'm really thankful for having me, man. Uh, um, I really had a great time and this was a really productive discussion. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much.